Welcome to the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Here you will find powerful messages from our ministry founder and president, Patrick Baker. You will also hear interviews and testimonies, all designed to encourage God's people to come higher in Christ Jesus and experience true power in Him. Join us every week on our prayer line every Tuesday and Friday morning at 5 a.m. and Tuesday and Friday nights at 7.30 and 9 p.m. respectively. All times are Eastern Standard Time. And now, without further ado, sit back and enjoy the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday to everyone. God is such an amazing, good God. Um, just want to let you know it's three degree C in Toronto. I would say very cold. This time of the year, we expect warm weather. It's May, and it's freezing. So we know that these are signs of the time. But nevertheless, we're trusting in God and knowing that he's with us. Um, I want to go to a very familiar scripture, and it's taken from Revelation 3, and... um, it's the Laodicean church. When the Lord was talking to the Laodicean church and he was telling them that their their righteousness is like filthy rags. It's all self-righteousness. It's all where we think we are and who we think we are. Uh, so today we're going to look at 18, 19, and 20. Those three verses, but when you get a chance, go and read from from verse 14 and see what it says about a church. And I think um, that was the last one, you know what I mean? And, and in the seven churches, you have different issues. But the thing that the Lord hates the most is the lukewarmness, the people that the church that compromise, the church that is self-righteous, that think, you know, we're okay the stage we're at. And not knowing that our righteousness is like filthy rags and uh, the Christian walk is all sacrifice. Everything we do is sacrifice when we walk for the Lord. Nothing we're going to do and it's going to fall in place. It's all going to be sacrifice. The time spent with God, the the, the time praying with God, it's going to be sacrifice getting up you know, when you were supposed to be gone, you have to get up and sacrifice. That's what it's going to boil down to, sacrifice. Who will put out and make the effort and give up certain things for the Lord? That's where it's at. It's not going to be um, business as usual. It's going to be uh, a time when you're supposed to do something. God asks you to step in, and then you have to sacrifice. And when by sacrificing, that's when the blessings comes, when you put God first, when you put away self. Because you see right here, um, let us pray. Father in heaven, we just want to thank you, Lord, as we go to these three verses. I just pray that you will magnify and you will open our eyes, our thoughts, and you will speak to our heart, and everything will work according to your will. And we just want to Thank you, Lord. We just want to worship you. We just want to bow down in your holy presence. And we just say hallelujah, glory, and honor. 
to the Most High God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So I'm going to look at Revelation 3, and I'm looking at verse 17, 18, 19. And if you can look on the rest, it talks about being lukewarm. But I just want to highlight a few things here. So verse 17 says, Because there was sales, they were rich and increased in goods. Okay, I, I, I don't want to, that part talks about, actually I want to read from 18, sorry, 18, 19, 20. That's it. So we know that we increase in good, uh, goods and we say that we are rich, but the Lord is making to tell us that we are naked and we are poor. So here what the counsel is of the Lord. Verse 18, it says, I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in fire. So looking through this, the Lord is saying we are money rich but spiritually poor. And the greatest thing is to be rich in Christ, not to be rich in material things, even though we need the material things. So here the Lord is talking to the Laodicean church, the church that compromise, the church that sits back, the church that just think about themselves, what they need to do. You know, it's compromise. It's lukewarm. The state where nobody can recognize if you are Christian or not. You know, it's, it's very tough. It's very tough. So, it's it, it going to reach to a stage where it's definitely sacrifice. You know, it's a definite sacrifice. You know, um, yesterday I have to, not yesterday, but Sunday, I have to pray for somebody. And I know it's a sacrifice. You know, when when the appointment is booked to pray with this individual, I didn't even remember it's Mother's Day. And you know something? It's a sacrifice because when you look at it, Mother's Day should be every day because Mother's Day is is a pagan day. If you go back and look, all the pagan holiday, we just embrace them. And, and that's what Constantine did. He bring all the pagan doctrine and we become so subtle with Easter, with Christmas, and we gradually walk away from God. And and it's going to be a sacrifice. Like I just sat down um, yesterday or this morning and talked to the Lord and said, you know what? It's going to be a sacrifice in the last days. And what if the Lord comes on Christmas Day when a lot of us love Christmas? We celebrate Christmas. What if, if it's the time when the Lord says, run to the hills? Are you going to say, no, 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 i got to have the family coming over. we got to cook. It's going to be a little, very subtle. And when it comes to sacrifice, it, it, for the Christian walk, it's going to be more than the normal. It's not going to be business as usual. If we want to come higher, it's not going to be business as usual. It's going to be effort. It's going to be we stepping out in faith. 
to do things that you have never done before. I'm telling you, it's not going to be anything ordinary in the last days. The test that we're going to get is not going to be the everyday test. It's going to be the test where there's no food on the table and you have to work on Sabbath. And if you don't work, you don't get no food. And you're going to have to look and say there's no food and we're going to do without food. All the children, everybody, it's no food. A lot of people are going to compromise and say, you know what? I'm going to go anyway. You know, God will understand. These are how the test is going to come. The thing is, this revelation here is very powerful as the Lord directed me to it this morning. Because when you look at 17 and look at the rest, you're talking about being lukewarm and be in a state where we think that we are righteousness. We are righteous. But the Lord is saying we increase in goods, but we have, and we have need of nothing, but we are wretched and miserable. And wretched and miserable don't mean that you're going through a hard time, you can't find your mortgage. It's not even that. It meant that you find your mortgage, everything. But the Lord is looking from a spiritual point of view, where he's looking down and see the lukewarm and the wretchedness in us. So, so when you look at 18, it says, I counsel thee. You say, I'm talking to all those who are comfortable and think you have everything. I counsel you to try, buy of me gold that is tried in fire. He's saying, I counsel you because you're spiritually, you're poor. And that's where the wealth is, when we are rich in Christ. It's not the material thing. The Lord is making the line and the division here, just as how you have the hot and the cold. The Lord is saying there's two sides. There's people that is rich in material things, but spiritually you are poor. So he said, I counsel you that no may be, be rich. So he said, buy of me things that is tried in fire so that you may be rich. And white raiment that no may be clothed. That the, the shame, the shame, thy shame, thy nakedness do not appear. And anoint thine eyes with eye salve that thou may see. That is very powerful. So the Lord asks us to buy three things there. Buy things that, is, is, that has been tried in the fire. So that is our faith. We need a faith walk. We need to be tested. And to be tested is to go down route that we have never gone before. And the Lord says, go down there. And you don't see the logics behind it, but you're still going. That takes faith. And not only that, the Lord says, clothe yourself by the raiment that you may be covered, your shame. The shame is the sin. If you remember when Adam and Eve sinned before God, when they sinned before the Lord in, in the garden and the Lord came, they hid themselves because they were ashamed. They were exposed. They were naked. The nakedness here is, is exposed, exposure to sin. So the Lord is saying, buy something that will 
will destroy the sin, that your nakedness will not be exposed. Buy up me clothing. Uh, you know, come with your faith and with the grace and the mercy and the repentance and come to me. And not only that, the Lord says in verse, he continued in verse um, 18, where he said, By also I solve something that you can anoint your eyes with. Because the Lord is saying a lot of people are rich physically. They are dressing up, but they're living in sin, and they're not seeing the spiritual thing. So I counsel you to think differently this morning and to place eyesight. Ask the Lord to give you the discernment to discern what is right from wrong. Because these three gifts are really needed in the last days if we're going to make it. It's not going to be an easy walk if you want to make it with the Lord. It's going to be sometimes you're not down, but get up. But the Lord is saying a lot of tests are going to come in the last days. And that's why a lot of people are going to be put to sleep. Because a lot of people are not going to able to take the test that is coming. When you go back and, and you read the, the great controversy, and you're seeing what the reformers been through, burn at the stake in front of a crowd of people, not to mention family, you think we are ready to live to see Christ come? No. A lot of people are going to be put to sleep. There's going to be a lot of Christians dying and going to sleep because they're not going to be able to tolerate what is going to come to see you thrown into prison for months without any food, left there to be starved, taken your home, taken away and burnt down. I'm telling you, a lot of things going to happen. When you re read the, the, the great controversy, the tears come to your eyes when you see what Hassan, Calvin, and all these guys went through for the gospel. You're like, no, this can't be real where they boil the oil and place you in the oil, in the boiling hot oil. And while you, they're putting you in, you're singing. It's only God. It's only God. They gave him chance and said, recant with your faith. And instead, he quote the scriptures. Only God can do it. I know when I saw what, the testimony with Brother Royce and see how Brother Royce go through this testimony and how the challenge that he has been through and his faith. He meant that Brother Royce is willing, is willing to do anything the Lord says, even if it, it's at the, the cost of his family or friends or his job. Because he knows the man Christ Jesus. He knows him. He, 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 the Lord has placed eye salve on his eyes. He's looking in the spiritual realm. He understands that this world is temporal. And it doesn't matter. So no matter what, we're still getting comfortable. We still think that this world is going to last for a long time, the next 30, 40 years. And everybody is going to grow up and we're going to do everything and we're going to... No, we don't know. The way things are going now, 
no idea what's going to happen. The greatest need now is to go down to verse 18 and just live the 18, 19, and 20. Just allow Christ. You know, don't be like the other verses where we are lukewarm, where we are in the middle. We, 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 we go. You know, as the Lord says, I know thy work, that though is neither cold nor hot, I would that you would be cold or hot. I wish that you made up your mind and have a decision to be on this side or on the other side. The Lord is saying, listen, it's high time coming. It's high time coming. We're going to be tested. I'm telling you, we're going to be tested. It's like the Lord is just showing me and says, Christian, don't ready for what's coming. I'm just saying, Lord, have mercy. We talk about spiritual warfare. We talk about the church that is so naive, our church, Adventist church, that people hear about warfare, they start to tremble and say, no, 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 I don't want to talk about it. I, there's a fear. What when witchcraft loom really higher in the last days, when Satan is going to unleash in demonic people to come in the congregation, to come to go in the shop to sell your things. It's gotta it's gonna take discernment. The Lord is gonna tell you don't buy that because that's a, a, a warlock trying to put something with a curse to sell you. I'm telling you, these are things that we need in the last days. If we are not ready, then the Lord is gonna put many of us to sleep because we are not ready for what is coming. We cannot stand what is coming. So when you look down at verse 19, as many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. As many as I love, I rebuke. To be a rebuke is like God allow. You know, he, he, tell, he rebuke you. You know, he, he, he said, no, you shouldn't be doing that. Why are you doing that? God will tell you no. He will discipline you. God is disciplining a lot of us. He allows us to go through things because he wants to save us. He wants us to wake up. He chasing after us. When you chase somebody, it's like, you know, you, 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 you're trying to guide them into the right path and it may take a little bit of pain. It may take some pruning. It may take cutting off the rough leaves and rough branches. And it's going to hurt in order for you to prune, to, to spring up. You know what I mean? So God is saying, I chase him. And, and he's just reminding us of that. That when you go through the fire, is for purification. When he chase you, is for the betterment. Is for the blessings that he have. It's for the road that he have that is ahead. I'm telling you, God allow a lot of things to happen to us to keep us on our knees. I preached a sermon with David. I, I talk about Paul with the thorn in his flesh. This, the Bible didn't explain thoroughly what that thorn was. And Paul says, I, I, 
in street, I go to the Lord three times without any any answer. The Lord says, my grace is sufficient. When you're weak, I'm strong. I mean, the Lord is saying, listen, don't worry about certain things. I allow certain things to happen so that you can be on your knees. Because if I make everything right, you won't be on your knees. You know, it's some high time coming, brethren. And this, these scriptures are really powerful. But hear what verse 20 says. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come in to him and will sup with him and he with me. You know, you can read the rest of it. It's very powerful. But the Lord is saying, I want you to come out of the lukewarm state. And I'm not going to just give up on you. I come to your spiritual door and I knock. But I'm not going to force my way in. I'm going to tell you what to do to come higher. But I'm not going to force you. At the end of the day, it's your decision. I will impress your heart what to do, but I'm not going to force you. So he comes to the door and he knocks. And, and when he knocks, he said, if you hear my voice, so it's deep because when he knocks, it seems like somebody says, who is that? And he says, it's me, Jesus. And if he said, if you know my voice, then let me in. And how do you let him in? And we're talking about the spiritual door here. The Lord is knocking a lot of doors, but we're not answering. We hear the knock. They're calling, but we're not answering. He says, behold, I stand at the door. You know, the Lord took the scripture right after the lukewarmness in the church, the compromise. And right after he counseled us to go on and, and buy of me gold that is tried in fire. He's saying, I want to make you spiritually rich. You are seeking material richness, but I want to make you spiritually rich. And to do that, you got to purchase without money. Come and purchase that faith that I serve so that you can discern me. You can hear me. You can step out in faith. And when he counsels us afterwards, he says, listen, I'm not going to force you to do it. If you love the lukewarm state you're in and standing on the fence and just lurking there, behold, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice, pardon not your heart. And he says, if you all heard my voice and you know me and you let me in, so he's saying, listen, it's not like the salesmen who come and knock your door and they said, I'm not interested. The Lord is saying, when you hear the knock, and I, and I say, it's me, Jesus. If you hear my voice and you know it, because you know when I speak to you, and I'm making the appeal to you, the Lord is saying, if you hear my voice and you let me in, 
because I'm not going to force my way in. You got to want to come higher. And if you let me in, I will come in and I will sup with you. You know what is sup? I will have a feast with you. I will eat with you. I will talk to you. I will have a conversation with you. I will commune. I will come in and I will sup with you and you sup with me. That's a communication. I will spend some time with you. And what better thing to do but to let the Lord in? This morning as I close, if you hear his voice, if you hear that spiritual door knocking, and the Lord is saying, I want to come in, and I want to stop with you. I want to do something for you. If you're hearing his voice right now, it's spiritual poverty we're talking about. You are poor in the spirit. The Lord is saying, I invite you. I counsel you this morning. May you just make that decision that these last days not going to be easy. It may not be the plan we have. I know a lot of people all over the world moving out into the country. A lot of us moving out in the country. I heard it in different, in the U.S., Sister Lisa said everybody's moving to Florida, moving from New York. Men will go to and fro in the last days. A lot of people are moving out. It's just because they want a bigger piece of land. It's not because they want a closer relationship with God. I know Sister White counsels us to move out. But the spiritual moving out is more powerful when we have that relationship with God. Because some of us are going to remain in this city to spread the gospel. You know, it's not everybody is going to move out. You know, we got to still take counsel from the Lord. What does he say? Should you move this time? Is it time yet? Uh, what if you moved somewhere and because it's just the country? You didn't plan. You just moved to this place because the house is available. What if the enemy set it up so they can destroy you? Because we didn't ask God. The Lord is saying, I counsel you. You know, go to the Lord. Ask him for these gifts in Revelation 3. Go through it this morning in your devotion. Ask the Lord to give you that I solve so that you can see. If you can see in the spiritual realm, you will see where to go. You will discern that spiritual eyesight. I pray this morning that God will really help us to do what is best. May the God of grace bless us. And may his face shine upon us. In Jesus' name, as we'll now have the prayer request. In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to the Bun to Christ Ministries podcast. We hope that you were blessed. Feel free to visit our website at buntochrist.com for more content and information. Also, feel free to contact us at buntochrist70 at gmail.com with your prayer requests or any questions you may have. May God richly bless you, and we'll see you next time.